Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 19 of The Faithful Gamers. I'm Zach. And I'm Evan. And, uh, guys, gotta bear with us a little bit. Zach has been sick for a little while. Um, I got sick. Yep. I got sick Sunday at like 2.30 and uh, hit me hard. I felt it. So I get sinus infections quite frequently around this time of year. And I, around 2.30, I felt my nose running a little bit, clogging up a bit. And then late at night, Sunday, I felt my sinuses just dry up and inflame. And I told Natalie as I was going to bed, I was like, I'm getting a sinus infection. And the next day, Monday, I was miserable. And... I was at work and I couldn't get warm and I was like, ah, oh, it's usually a bad sign. So I went home now they had me take my temperature and I had a little bit of a fever. So yesterday was miserable, but I got antibiotic and I'm feeling better today for sure. You know, getting good. that fever out definitely good, helps good. a lot. See, I think in our household, uh, Courtney got sick potentially with RSV because this has been a little more intense than a cold because she did test negative for the virus, you know, that's going around. But Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, what virus? Yeah. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> it has been yeah. in the mainstream for like over two and a half years. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she tested negative for that, but she got hit hard like a week and a half ago, and then about four days into it, I started to feel crummy. And, dude, this cough, I don't know that I have ever had such a dry cough. Like, I, I just can't, the worst. I can't get anything up. Like today at work, thankfully I have a student who helps do my job. Like I had to go into the bathroom and cough up a lung, it felt like. And then I think I texted you about this. I've been feeling well enough, you know, to go out and do things. And they say, because I'm however many days fever free, I'm not contagious. So I went to church and (laughs) I didn't sing during worship because like the more I talk, the more I try to sing, I cough. So I just held it in, kind of hummed along. Pastor gets up there, message in tongues. And guess what I get? I get the... (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like holding it in. And like as the guy's wrapping up, I'm lifting up my glasses and I'm like wiping tears away. Not because the message was good, which it was, but because like I am dying to hold this cough and also this is the one sunday in probably a year and a half that we have not sat on the aisle so i can't just like duck out real quick because the people next to us one they have an infant and two (laughs) the wife is there like like praying into bending over i'm like i can't get around her and then the guy does the interpretation and i'm like i can't breathe because if i breathe i cough and he's like he said it. People clapped, and I was out that door. I ran straight to the bathroom, and I hacked up a lung again. Made it through the rest. Your of Your long freaking legs. You couldn't step over these people. Well, I just thought that was inconsiderate during a uh, word from the Lord. <laughs> ah, well, God's rolling his eyes anyway because you were coughing. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, and oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, Zach uh, muted himself because he is going nuts coughing right now. Dry coughs are the worst, man. I'd rather them wet ones with the mucus coming up. I hate dry coughs, bro. You're fi- you look like a tomato. Your face, is, your whole head, your bald head is red. Dude, I can't <laughs> stop coughing. It's so miserable. So thankfully, I was able to get that story out. So. You know, I can't help but interrupt Evan. So, yes, I am going to talk today, but I'm going to do my darndest to let him talk more. Yeah. If, so, if those so of you who don't know, this cough. those of you who don't know, I didn't notice this until Zach said something, but on the <laughs> podcast, Zach interrupts me all the time. All the I time. I almost did it there, too. You just did. So, I, I hey, never Hey, that's conversational <laughs> right there. There I are never times noticed. where I just, like, ignore you and I just talk about what I want to talk about. Oh, that's I know. conversational. I, I noticed, or I never noticed until he pointed it out. And now when I listen to it, I go, freaking Zach interrupting me again. Um, Here's anyways. what I'm going to say. If you had more interesting stuff to talk about, I wouldn't have to interrupt you. Yeah, I guess talking about the Bible isn't that interesting, right? No, uh, but you're just a crap co-host, so. Yeah, well, you picked me, so. Uh, moving on with our uh, what we've been playing this week. Zach, I'll let you go first, man. Okay, two games. That's it. Uh, God of War, Ragnarok, came out this week. Uh, I haven't 
played it a whole lot because I've been sick, or I should say last week, but pretty excited for that. Uh, I got my Yontar, however you say that word, edition. I know Evan got his collector's edition that uh, uh, Thor's hammer, Mjolnir, is mm-hmm. Pretty darn sweet, I gotta I say. Me, a lot bigger than I expected. Same. My student, he's a big God of War fan. And he was like, dude, bring that in. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know that that's the most appropriate thing to bring into work. But I might bring it into work You just walk to show. in with a freaking hammer. <laughs> yeah, try and stop me now, patience. Uh, and then the other big one is uh, Persona 5 Royal. Uh, I just, I didn't tell Evan this, but I just hit 51 hours. In that game, dude, holy those crap. are legit. The only two games I've been playing, although not that I have played it yet, but it's on my list. Pentiment from uh, Obsidian just came out today on Game Pass and everything. I'm really excited. Got a ten out of ten from IGN. What is it? So the reviewer was a little biased. Pentiment. I never heard of it. Yes, you did. Uh, we talked about it during the Xbox Showcase one, and we were like, yeah, we had no idea what this was, and then we saw Obsidian made it, and we got more excited. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, the other reviews I've seen... That today on Game Pass? Mm-hmm. Has, oh. It's been like eight and a half to like nine-ish, I think. Uh, the IGN reviewer just really liked Medieval History, so he gave it a 10, but either way, excited to play it, but I got other games that I want to play. Uh, you're up. Um... So I actually have a lot of games. I actually had to text myself the games. Well, I guess not a lot, but um, <clears throat> I have been playing some more Mario Plus Rabbids. Uh, I don't know how many hours I have into that right now, but I've been enjoying it a lot, a lot. Like, I really like the first one, but this one's so good. And it's an easy game to just sit down and, like, play a few areas and move on, you just know? Just pretty quick and easy. Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> I um, also got to like the second planet or something on Mario Plus Rabbids. And it's kind of cool because there's a lot to do. I just lost my first battle, but I definitely went into it way over leveled. So it is what it is. I knew it was coming. You um, went over leveled and you still lost? No, under leveled. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, thinking the geez. enemy was over leveled. Um, but yeah, I uh, like they. They were like, the enemy was like a level 15 or something. That was a 12. So it doesn't seem yeah, like a lot. You can't win that. Yeah, it, it was bad. And the enemy's giant too, so his health is ridiculous. But still tried. Um, I've been playing some God of War Ragnarok as well. Oh, you actually started it? Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. I started it and I only, all I did was uh, battle Thor and then I stopped after that. That's where I stopped my first time too. Yeah. I wanted to keep going, but I was really tired, and then I got sick Sunday, and so I haven't, haven't played since. I've that fight was Saturday. pretty cool. I'm going to yeah. say, it. I know they were trying to do the same thing they did with Balder in the first game, so it didn't have quite the same wow factor, but it was still fun. Real quick on, on that, have you? how do you play the game? Do you have the HUD on or off? I have it on. Okay, next time you play trial it with it off it changes the game man i tell you it's so good i beat didn't eat, i didn't even know the game had a hud because as soon as i started the first one in 2018 turned it off dude it it's so good i like seeing my health though but it flashes red when you got 20 hit points left what more do you need it's not uh, going to change how you do anything <laughs> it's just it's some i'll, I'll give it a shot I'll give it a shot. Um, but yeah, I, I've only been playing a little bit of God of War. I'm excited to play more. Uh, I, I was going to try for tonight, but after this, I'm taking that NyQuil and I'm knocking myself out. Um, <laughs> You're done. I, I'm done. Uh, I've been playing some Call of Duty. I played the com- more of the campaign, and actually the campaign's really good. I actually really enjoy this campaign. The story's pretty good. There's a nice Is, twist in it. Do they, do they just remake the first campaign? You mean the one... Or the second campaign? My, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. No, it's... No. Like, sort of yes, but no. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, Shepard, he was the general or whatever in the second one. He's the one that betrayed you and killed Ghost and all that. He is still bad in this one, but 
it's still it's crazy in this one. Okay, it. Um, I mean, it has some of the major story points, but it's yeah, but it's still different. Technically, a different story. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. The one I want to talk about that I've been playing a ton, a lot more than I thought I would. Honestly, is Sonic Frontiers. A lot more than you thought you would. Come on. No, seriously. So, I got Sonic Forces, and not great. And I honestly. I just powered through that game because it was just awful. I and I haven't touched it since. Um, I'm a huge Sonic fan. Always have been. More of a Sonic fan when I was younger than I was a Mario fan. Um, but Sonic 3D games, man, never been great. Uh, the only ones that I would say are really good are Sonic Adventure 2 and Sonic Generations was really good. Other than those two, not a single good Sonic 3D game out there. But Sonic Frontiers best 3d sonic game there is man get it i'm having such a blast with it like the open world uh the abilities you can get are sick the uh like they're like little puzzles i guess and you have to complete these puzzles to unlock the map they're actually really fun to like figure out some of them are are the same um but there's new ones on different maps and stuff that i think they're a blast man the whole game i'm having absolute blast with it because i know you sent on Sunday that you'd played for like six and a half hours at that point. What's your update a couple Still, of days later? Like, I, I didn't play games at all yesterday because I was so miserable. Oh, yeah, right, because you, you were feeling horrible. The, uh, and I, so I started it Saturday and I played like five something hours and then I went to six and a half hours on Sunday. So I'm playing a ton. Uh, the only downside right now for me. Oh, there are like some bugs and stuff, but nothing game breaking that I've come across. It's stuff you can deal with. And I've only come up, I've only seen a few pop in so far. So it's not awful. Um, Anyways, I did sign up for their newsletter strictly because they come with like these shoes that you get from Sonic Adventure 2. Forget that. And I got the code and I entered it and it said it'll automatically be installed on your Xbox. And I. Don't have them. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so signed up for a freaking newsletter just to not get what I wanted. Um, um, I don't sign up for that stuff. I can't stand that. Well, those I signed up and I immediately unsubscribed. Unsubscri- yeah. That I would do. Yeah. So maybe that's why you don't have them yet. That could be actually. Um, but it it was kind of cool. Like I wish I got them, but. I'm not that lucky. So, but yeah, Sonic Frontiers. I highly recommend to anybody. It is a blast. I love that game. Uh, I do want to say I'm not sure how the quality of this podcast is going to be with us both being sick, but we're going to do our best to power through for you guys. Yeah, because um, I got a cough drop in my mouth, and <clears> and I have going. already muted myself four times to cough while Evan yeah. was talking. So, <laughs> I, I maybe you guys like that more. Honestly, I don't know. So it's not really a cough drop. It is a soothes everyday throat irritations because I just have like some of a sore throat from the inflammation and stuff. Hold that bag up. I want to read. It's that. a Halls. It feel they taste very good. It's my favorite. Breezers. Okay, I've never tried that. I have the um, I like the cherry Halls or the extra strength, uh, like the black Halls. Um, See these ones. You remember um. Cream savers or whatever they're called. Yeah, I'm familiar with them. They taste like that, but with a little bit of halls. Okay. So you still get that so, medicine like of halls, but it tastes a little weird. bit more candy like. Yeah, but it definitely helps like my irritated throat. You know, it doesn't help a cough though, so it's you know not going to help you. Yeah, absolutely not for me. <laughs> um, so let's move on to the game topic, which. You know, I'm proud to say I definitely remember what we said we were going to talk about. Okay. So, um, what we're going to do <laughs> is we know that uh, the Game Awards are coming up. Game Awards is something I really enjoy. See, I um, told you I remembered it. I yeah, was going to say all this. You just, uh, I was coughing. I oh. bet. They, uh, we really enjoy Game Awards. Zach and I usually watch it together on FaceTime. <laughs> just like we do E3. And, uh, I mean, what's that's coming up on uh, probably what first Sunday, second uh, Sunday in December, something like that. I actually have to look it up. I don't know, but um, oh, I'm on the website right now. So, but um, <laughs> Safe, what are you doing? 
we're going to talk about the categories, who's nominated, who we think is going to win, and we're going to see. Well, we'll vote for who we want to win, and uh, you guys are just going to listen to us and vote for him. Some um, of the major categories. It's a December 8th, so that, I believe, is the second Sunday in That's December. such a good day, man. I love They have some good announcements, too. What do you mean that's such a good day? What, what does December 8th have to do with anything? I just found out today that uh, the uh, employee of mine that we're going to promote to an assistant unit manager, yeah. she, uh, her her promotion date is the 7th and her birthday is on the 8th or 9th. Literally, August. why do I care about that? You don't, but you ask why it's a good day. That's why it's a good day. I, I honestly don't remember if it's the 8th or 9th on her birthday, but it's somewhere around there. So, um, anyways, we're going to get going on this. Yes, please. Oh, gosh. I have to sign in to vote. What did you think you'd have to do? Not that. All right, I'm signing in right now. Cool. I got this, boy. I got this. So we're not going to cover every category because they do have a heck of a lot of categories, but I think we'll probably save the overall game of the year for last, but we'll hit a few of the other bigger topics that sounds so game of the year is actually the first category so we're just going to do that one oh we'll just we'll do it now um so game of the year is uh, uh, zach and i will talk about who we want to vote for it's either Mm -hmm. a plague tale requiem elden ring god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden west stray or xenoblade chronicles 3 okay so i already think i know where both of our votes are going because Mm -hmm. we've talked about this we also know who's going to win because we've talked about this. Yep. So I think Elden Ring's going to win, but I want to vote God of War. Absolutely. I think just based on the reviews that Elden Ring got and like the reception, there's no way that it can't win. But it's just those Souls games are not my favorite. So God of War Ragnarok, I know I haven't beaten it. I don't know the full story, but it's just a, it's a solid game. Yeah, it is. Like, and God of War twenty eighteen one game of the year beat Red Dead Redemption two, which I was thrilled about. So I would love to see this kind of as a, a true underdog story, legitimately. But I do think Elden Ring's going to take the cake. I think so too. I uh, I agree. I would rather see God of War win, but I I don't think it will. Um, also, screw Xenoblade. I hate that series, man. I don't understand. And I can't believe what, there's three PlayStation exclusive on this. Is straight PlayStation exclusive? PC as well. Oh, so, yes, technically. There's three PS exclusives on here. Screw that. I'm voting God of War, by the way. So, next category. Um, best game direction, um, award for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. The, uh, game nominees are Elden Ring, God of War, which I honestly think that both of those should be exempt because God of War did absolutely nothing new. Elden Ring doesn't do anything new other than open world for a Souls game. Horizon Forbidden West is another one. Again, nothing new. Immortality, which I don't know too much about, and Stray. I think Stray is a good pick for that one. This was what was the uh, title? Uh, again? Best Did Game Direction Awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design. So I would say because I don't ahead. know anything about Immortality, I'm going to say Elden Ring's probably going to win, win that one because it's. Uh, I almost said Elder Scrolls. It's the Souls formula in an open world. Yeah, whoa. Yeah, I think Elden Ring will win it too, but I don't think Elden Ring, God of War, or Horizon should be on there because literally all of them are the same thing as their previous. Just game. bigger. Yeah. I'm voting Stray because I think that one deserves it. It is something different, something we haven't really seen before. Uh, best true. narrative for outstanding storytelling in narrative development in a game. Can you guess which three are on this one too? Dude, okay, um, so Elden Ring does not deserve to be on there because games that you don't understand what you're doing without reading hours of lore and watching 30 YouTube videos, 
that yep. does not count as good storytelling. I'm sorry to say, like that's that's not good storytelling. Yep. And I did that. I was gonna say, who <laughs> <laughs> just joined our recording? <laughs> no, I shared my screen because I was no, like, it's so no. much easier for you to see it then. No, that that actually helps a heck of a lot. So thank you for that. But I got really scared that someone was just joining. <laughs> Um, for Horizon Forbidden West, the second story is lackluster compared to the first story. Yeah. And then, um, God of War, Ragnarok, again, I haven't beaten and I haven't played the other two, so I can't vote, but I'd vote God of War. Yeah. A Plague Tale I heard was really, really, really good, but didn't you say you weren't interested in that, but I, yeah. Oh, well, I wasn't interested in it until I heard that the story is very good. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll give it a shot, but I still haven't. So I think I feel like they gave away a plague tale of innocence for free. And isn't this a continuation? Like this is the sequel. Yeah, and I I think they're both on Game Pass though, because isn't it uh, yeah. exclusive? Uh, I don't think Requiem is. Oh, um, I, th- I just think it's one of those day one immortality though. Being on two categories, I'm kind of interested to see what that's about though. Okay. I gotta, I gotta look up what immortality is. Cause oh, look! Guess what? Best art direction for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Honestly, Elden Ring will probably win, but art direction, even though I think it's kind of a disgusting game, Scorn. Yeah, yeah. I think as bad as I feel for saying that. I think art direction, absolutely. It nails the disgusting uncomfortableness that I don't even want to talk about. Yeah. Um, Also, I just looked up uh, Immortality on Steam, and it looks like one of those... um, uh, I'm blanking on the name. My brain has not been working since I've been sick. But it's like those real actors and actresses, and it's like a... Uh, true detective uh, kind of game. That's what uh, it looks what like saying. to me. Uh, it is. I'm not, I'm not big on those. Uh, adventure, casual, indie, simulation. Those are the four genres listed on Steam. Hmm. You think it's about got it? Very. Nah. Uh, he's the guy. The guy who made this is her story. I've heard really good things about that game. Really. Hmm. I don't know if I'll play it because I'm not interested in that kind of crap. No, I'm I'm not interested either. I just I had to know what they were talking yeah. about. Yeah, I mean I'll probably look it up even more later, but I'm gonna vote Scorn for best art director. Yeah, I I'm gonna say Elden Ring is truly a beautiful game. I mean, like <clears throat> maybe not if you look at the enemies, but if you look at the world, like the Elder Tree and all that garbage. It is gorgeous. Game. Yeah, I will. Uh, so. That is one thing, and I have the art book and everything for it too. Because again, I accidentally got the collector's edition, and uh, it is like the art book is gorgeous, man. And I, I'll say, and I know this isn't this past year, but um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, that game is gorgeous too, man. Like, there's a lot of pretty things in there, and their art book is really cool too. Um, best score in music. Oh, sorry, I had my mic muted. Uh, do you have the Valhalla? Um, art book, or are you just saying yeah. like you've seen Pate? Oh, I didn't realize. No, yeah, that. Natalie got it for me for my birthday because she knows I really like art books and stuff. And yeah, I I looked through that and it's gorgeous, man. Some of that art cool. that they had and some of the stuff they didn't even have in the game is just you know ideas and things. Um, best score in music, uh, a rec, uh, Plague Tale Requiem. Elden Ring, of course. God of War, of course. Metal Hellslinger and Xenoblade. Dude, So here's the thing. I don't know anything about A Plague Tale as we have established. Yeah. However, I think all four of the rest of those are actually solid options. God of War soundtrack. Isn't Xenoblade like that loud, crazy, screamo Japanese music? Which is why I like it. So that's true. You know, that, that vibes with me, especially with the type of game. Like, that's kind of what you expect a little, like, weird Japanese in an RPG. Um, God of War is just a solid soundtrack. Uh, same with Elden Ring. I think who has my vote, even though I haven't played the game, is Metal Hellsinger. Just because that is a game based around the metal genre. Music. 
yeah, like that is it. So even though I haven't played it, I've heard that the music is really good in it. That would be my vote. All right, let's do it. All right. Next category, best audio design. Uh, Forbidden West, Gran Turismo. Well, actually, I, I can see that. Um, God of War, Ragnarok, Elden Ring, and Call of Duty. Get Call of Duty out of here, man. <clears throat> yeah, so... Heck out of here. My rationale behind this, I'd probably throw it to Gran Turismo just because I do think it takes a lot of skill to get like the engine sounds right on mm. vehicles. And that's a racing sim. Um, it's just, to me... Can you really compare audio design of a game like Elden Ring to Gran Turismo? That's like no. saying who's the better singer in a screamo band versus an instrumental band. Yeah, and like I, I guess I could see kind of Call of Duty because the way the guns sound when they're cocked and things like that. But bro, that's copy and paste. They've been doing that since. <laughs> Especially like, if you count the footsteps, dude. That just like oh yeah, yeah, that's way bad. Yeah, and Elder Ring, I don't think is that fantastic. I don't think their audio design is any better than, like, uh, Dark Souls and God of War. But, I mean, but it's think the same about the like original. you know the the slashing of weapons and that kind of stuff. You know, like there there is design that goes into it. So I see what they're saying. But I would say the slashing of weapons and stuff is the same as Dark Souls. I don't I don't think it's any different. Same goes for Gran Turismo. I mean, this is number seven. But I think it takes more work and dedication to do that than it does any okay. of this other stuff. Fair. I was just saying, based on the rationale you presented, that's the argument I see. But yeah. <clears throat> I'm down for Gran Turismo. I don't Best know. Audio design is such a weird category to me. Not doing. I'm not. We're not going to do this on here. God of War. God of War. Yeah. God for of sure. War. Uh, we're not going to do this on here. Uh, I'm just going to blow through these categories because no one gives a crap. Uh, games for impact. Um, for a thought-provoking game with a pro, social meaning, or message. Um, Memoir Blue, As Dusk Falls, Citizen Sleeper, uh, Endling, Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and I Was a Teenage Exocolonist. Interesting. I've only heard of two of those games. Uh, me too. Which ones have you heard of? So, As Dust Falls and Citizen Sleeper. Yeah, me too. I me heard too. good things about Citizen Sleeper, but as it's the only game I've actually played, I gotta vote As Dusk Falls. Yeah, same here. And it was a fantastic story. I was, actually, I was legit just thinking about that yesterday as I was laying to bed. I was like, man, I never beat that Midnight game. I was like, no, it's not Midnight, it's Dusk. I was like, what is the name of that game? It's what is the name so of it? good. Uh, best ongoing awarded to a game for outstanding uh, development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Final <sighs> Fantasy, get the heck out of here. Destiny 2, eh. Fortnite, go screw yourself. Genshin Impact, I could see it. Apex Legends, I could see it. Okay, here's my arguments for all of them. I don't yep. like these type of games. Apex has not changed the formula. It is yep. the same new uh, character every season. Destiny 2, yes, it's the same, but they do add, from my knowledge, more like um, raids and DLC. Yes, yes. So they they kind of evolve. Final Fantasy, you know our feelings on that. Sorry, coughing spell. Screw that, man. I hate Final Fantasy so freaking much. Um, Fortnite. You hear that? The dog must be hitting my medals. Jeez. Um... (laughs) Fortnite, I despise the game, and all they do is change the map, and they give people OP powers, and Genshin Impact is like uh, pay-to-win Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. So, based on my description right there, I would say Destiny 2, because it adds story and more things to do. Uh, I agree. I agree with everything you said. What do you think we should vote Destiny 2? I, I, I honestly just throw it to Destiny. I, I don't like enough of the games otherwise. I agree with you. Okay, you um, know my answer. Best indie Cult of the Lamb. Bro, I gotta okay. give it to Tunic. So, so Cult of wh- the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic uh, for best indie. I gotta give it to Tunic. Tunic is great. So I've never played Neon White, but it looks 
fantastic. Like, I don't think it's the type of game I would actually enjoy playing, but it is. I've heard great things about it. Really? Yeah, that would be my vote. Honestly, neon white, but I'm straight, okay with tunic. I really enjoyed tunic. They do deserve mm-hmm. it, man. They put a lot of work in that game. Yeah, I mean, this is your count. You vote for whoever you want. I'll, I'll vote tunic. Uh, cool. Tunic and stray, though. I think I think deserve tunic. That. Tunic was a lot of fun. Best All right, let's just game? skip this. I don't care about that. Just click on uh, it and let's get out of here. I'll give it to Marvel Snap. Not a great card game in my opinion, but it's it's better than all the rest of those. Best community support, No Man's Sky, Fortnite, Final Fantasy, Destiny 2, Apex. Okay. I would say either Destiny 2 or No Man's Sky. I would give it to No Man's Sky because if you look at the complete 180 that game has done in the six years and what they have listened to, absolutely they deserve it. I agree. Innovation and accessibility. Don't really care about this. Uh, the Last of Us Part One. What? They because they added all of the accessibility oh, options for Part Two. I'd give it to As Dusk Falls. Uh, or sent or uh, God of War. I don't know. Just click on it. That's Dusk not Falls. super important. Uh, we're not gonna worry about that. Best VR slash AR. We wouldn't really can't know. vote on that. We don't play. Yeah. Uh, I'll just give it to that. Among Us. Yeah. yeah. Um, best action game. All right. Bayonetta 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. This TMNT is all you because I have not played any of those games. Really? So TMNT was really good. Felt like the old games. Call of Duty is nothing different, so I'm not going to give that. Bayonetta 3, honestly, is not that different from the other ones, but it is really fun to play. But to give Bayonetta 3 credit like it's not a game that comes out every year like Bayonetta 2 came out my junior year of college so yeah that's, that's true coming up seven eight years ago so i'll give it to bayonetta because i'm actually enjoying those games which oh another game i was playing this week bayonetta 3 um How about that best action or adventure game tunic stray horizon forbidden west god of war and plague tale bro i gotta give god it to tunic god of tunic war. is so god good of... Tunic is very good. I mean, get it, give it to whoever you want. There are good, nah, you're right on God good of War, options. You're right, you're right on God of War. It deserves it. Like, if you gave me that list and say, which one are you going to play nine times out of ten, it would be God of War. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Best role-playing game, Elden Ring? No. Live Alive? No. It's Live a Live. No, it's not. It is, that's what it is, because I thought it was Live Alive until I watched reviews and they said live a live and i was like mm, every podcast my i brain. listen to says live alive nope sorry you're right i had it backwards i read it as <laughs> live a live first and then they said what? live alive thank you thank you um, i told you my brain's not working since i've been sick live alive uh pokemon legends arceus triangle strategy and xenobig chronicles 3 i would say pokemon because i had a ton of fun with that that would be me too. I was going to say, you can't give it to Live Alive because that game came out 30 years ago and this is just the first time it's made it to the West. Yeah. Triangle Strategy I never played. I think you did. Um, I haven't played I, it yet. I bought it, but I haven't played it. Best Fighter. We're not really going to do this one. I know what my nope. vote is because I had a lot of fun with it, but we're not going to Good. About it. I played that with Josh when he came to visit. Did you like it? Uh, it was okay. We played five games. I think it's the best fighter aside from Smash. He clicked multiverses for those of you who can't see our screen, which is everyone. Oh, yeah. I think it's the best fighter besides Smash. I think it's the like, runner-up. Um, all right, best family game. Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Splatoon 3. Bro, all of them, bangers. All Here's... Of them. So my vote on this one, because of the category, best for the family play is Nintendo Switch Sports. Because you can take your three-year-old, you can take your 80-year-old grandma, put a Joy-Con in their hand and tell them how to do it, and they can play. The other games are family-oriented, but you have to have some semblance of what to do. I think Switch Sports takes the cake. I agree. The only other one I would consider would be Kirby because that game is so easy. Like Josiah could probably play it, honestly. Fair fair enough. Fair um, enough. Um but I agree. Switch sports, but all the other ones are phenomenal. Those are all bangers. That's a hard one. Um best sim or strategy? Dune, Spice Wars, Mario Plus Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, Total Warhammer, 
three. Two-point campus of Victoria 3. Bro, two-point in Mario is what I'm looking at, but I have so, to give it to Mario. I would have to give it to two-point, but this is your account, so you give it to who you want. Uh, I am excited to play Dune Spice Wars. That just came to Game Pass this week. Um, you know, I, I have a real strong feeling for those types of games. So. so I don't know how you put a sim and strategy in the same category because, like, Mario plus Rabbit is so different from two-point. I think just because there's not enough games in either category to have a fully fleshed out one, they gotta maybe uh, forget this really one. Gonna, Who cares? Yeah, we're not really gonna <clears throat> talk about this one, but I'm giving it to Gran Turismo because I hate all. Okay, the it's best sports slash racing. Just so yeah, everyone knows, uh, best multiplayer, Call of Duty. No, multiverses considered. Overwatch two, Splatoon <laughs> three, and TMNT. Uh, I say Splatoon three. I was going to say Splatoon 3 too. Uh, multiverses, yes, it's fun, but think how easy is it to play with two people or one person? Or Like, they made it very complicated. I think Splatoon 3 takes the cake for the easiest multiplayer. So, I would say multiverses too, but I hate that you can only play with you and someone else. There's not like four people. Um, Overwatch 2, I, I bet you Overwatch 2 or Call of Duty is going to win. I promise you. But, Probably COD. But they're both the same game as last. The, uh, Overwatch 2 is Overwatch 1. Call of Duty Marvel Warfare 2 is Call of Duty Marvel Warfare 1. But whatever. Who am I? I mean, Splatoon 3, you know, I get it. Uh, couldn't care less about this, but I'll give it to Content him. Content creator of the year. <clears throat> yeah, I know him. I'll give it to Skipping him. Skipping that. Uh, best debut indie. Um, neon white narco norok whatever stray Norco. tunic I would say tunic I tunic. don't know man stray ah who cares um best adaptation I don't really okay. Sonic I was gonna say cyberpunk I know you haven't played the game the anime is really really good I've got two episodes left I think but like compared to the game it's excellent Better than Sonic? Well, I've never played the Sonic games. I don't know. You know how I feel about... Okay, also, I just read the last one. How is Uncharted on there? I didn't watch yeah. it, but that movie was garbage. So, Natalie and I started watching it, and I fell asleep. It was so boring, and Natalie was like, it was okay. But she loved watching the Uncharted, me playing the Uncharted games. So, that's when you know it's bad. I should tell you something. Uh, most anticipated game... Final Fantasy, get the heck out of here. Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, Legend of... Bro. Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Legend of Zelda and Hogwarts is what I'm looking at. So I was going to say, I would vote for Hogwarts because I care more about the Harry Potter side of things, but let's vote Legend of Zelda. So many people are looking forward to that. I know. I, I, I'm looking at Hogwarts too, though, man, because I'm, I'm really excited for that. Uh, best esports game, we'll just... Do this very quick. I'd vote Valorant, for Rocket League, Rocket League because I League love Legends, Rocket League. But. Dota 2, Counter-Strike, yeah. I, I do Rocket League too. Um, Esports athlete, uh, who the heck cares? I don't know any that. of these people, so I'm just going to do this. There. Okay. I guess I'm not going to just do that. <laughs> um, who cares? I like FaZe out of all these people. So, Um... Don't know any of these. Why do we there. vote for esports, Coach? Who cares? Best esports event. Uh, let's just do Evo. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. The last three or four we didn't care about. So we just voted for all of them. You guys got to yeah. listen. Hope you guys enjoyed Again, it. I don't know how you guys feel about uh, listening to us to do something live like that, but... We're both sick. We were struggling for ideas, so hopefully that's okay. So we'll move on to our um, faith topic, which is, I actually remember this one. No, I lied. I remember the first one as well. I was just playing it off. Faith topic is, are demons real? Let's sum it up. Yes. All right. Evan, you want to round us out? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so our, we did want to talk about this because... Uh, um, a lot of people nowadays, a lot of Christians nowadays, don't believe that they are. Uh, it's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I, think, I think that's ridiculous. I um, they one hundred percent are, and I can I can share from experience. And 
you know, I do have a little bit of a story I want to share. And um, listen to our testimony episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever told Zach this either. Actually, I don't really talk about it a lot because it's not something I really want to talk about. Um, but first of all, we know that demons are real because they are in the Bible and Jesus confronted many of them. And that alone is enough. Uh, and demons don't just stop. You know, they, it's not like their, their work is done. They're just going to stop. Can you know, I, they, can I tell you that yeah. is the exact thought I had where it's like, well, it's in the Bible. Look at the legion that went into pigs. And I was like, and you think because it happened in the Bible, it just stopped in the Bible. Yeah. So I think it's funny. We're on the exact same page with this. And, and a lot of people do think that too. They think that stuff happened in the new Testament, but it doesn't happen nowadays, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, Jesus happened in the new Testament. doesn't happen nowadays. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, I did want to share a story. Um, Sorry, I was just adding another faith topic. Um, when I, I, I did share this part of my testimony, I um, I believe I did. I was sleeping in bed one night. Yeah, you told and, us, but let's hear it again. So I was sleeping in bed one night. This is when I was in a dark time in my life. And um, I remember having a dream, and it was like a pirate ship, and the captain or whatever the ship was cloaked and it was like i was hovering above the ship watching it from up up top and the captain that was cloaked couldn't see his face but he pointed and it looked like a skeleton hand and he said there he is and i immediately woke up with a sharp pain in my back and i was like paralyzed and i could not move and i turned my head and i thought you said you couldn't move bro okay i'm so I had the way my room was set up is I had a bed, a nightstand, and another bed that was just empty if I had a friend over or something. Um, I remember turning my head, and on my nightstand, I saw face to face a demon staring at me and laughed. I freaked the heck out after the pain in my back stopped. I ran to my dad's room, and I was like a sophomore or something in high school, like, I wasn't. A child, you know what I mean? So I ran to my dad's room, freaking out. He thought I was just messing around. I slept with the night. Oh, I didn't go to sleep for a while, but I had my light on in my room the rest of the night. Um, that was the first time. Second time, uh, I remember being in a very dark place still. That had already happened. And God, uh, my parents were out of town. And I felt God was asking me to pray. And I remember. This is the one you told, I think. It may have been. Um, well, this was about me getting out of my dark place, like th about the time I was getting out of my dark place and uh, getting back on track with God. And I, I remember hearing him tell me to pray. So my dad had a stereo. I turned on worship music and I was praying. And I remember as I was praying, I felt very uneasy, just like I did that night. And I remember looking up and like the way my parents room is, there's a living room, like a dinette area. And then around the corner of the kitchen. Um, I remember looking up, I was in the family room, and in the dinette area, there was a demon standing there, staring at me. Same one. Towering. Like, super tall. And I remember being terrified. But at the time, I had confidence, because I had been praying and praying and praying. So I remember getting up, you know, telling the demon, in Jesus' name, leave, um, multiple times, and... I saw it run around the corner, like into the kitchen and I went after it and it was gone. Um, that was my second time. Uh, but at that time I have prayed to God. And again, I don't know if I've told you this, Zach, but at that time I prayed to God that from here on out, I want to see what I'm battling. So I want to see what I'm praying against and what I'm battling. So there have been times, many times, um, I've seen other demons. Um, it has been like in our old building at our old church. Uh, mm -hmm. It was really weird. There was a certain side of the building that you would go on. You'd get very uneasy. And um, I remember 
we would spend every Saturday praying because anyone who sat in that section at the church would leave the church or have a falling out with God. And I remember praying over that section many times. And I remember seeing in the dark corner of the church, demons standing there or on the ground in pain during worship. Crazy, crazy stuff, man. And uh, so that's been my experience with it. Um, Still to this day, I see a lot of it. And that's why I probably don't get as scared as easily for some of these like movies and stuff that we watch. Um, because I see a lot more frightening things every, (laughs) almost every day. I can't say every day, but almost every day. Um, I actually had a dream the other day real quick, um, which I'm still praying about this dream because I don't know what it, uh, you know, means. Uh, I do believe that young men will dream dreams and see visions and whatnot. Um, but I do remember this dream it was just the other day when i got sick sunday night and i couldn't sleep at all i woke up at 4 a.m uh but while i was sleeping before i woke up um i had a dream that i was sitting down and there was like this computer chair like i don't know like a couple feet away from me and it kept moving towards me and i pushed it away and it moved towards me again i kept pushing away and i said leave me alone demon in my dream, and, but I didn't see anything, and I was like, "Hmm," and I felt uneasy in my dream, and I remember waking up, and I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> I was like, "What?" So like, I'm still praying about it, man. I'm like, "What does that dream mean? Like, is there something I got going on that I need to, I need to work through there?" Um, yeah. But you go ahead. You were gonna say something. I was just gonna say, you know, like, I I don't want to say I'm jealous of you. Because like it, it's awesome that you're. Yeah, I was gonna say it's awesome that you're praying to God, like to say, "I want to see what I'm battling." But then the other part of me is like, "Yeah, I know demons are real. I'm not strong enough to face one. I don't want to see that crap." I'm like, I'm gonna leave that in Jesus' hands because I can't do it. So you know, that's the other part of me that thinks that. Hi, Sherbert. And then. Um, I don't have nearly as many stories about that, but one time that I can actually remember, uh, like not necessarily encountering one, but having one in church was this lady at church was demon possessed. And, you know, during worship, there was an altar call and she was like thrashing around on the ground and, and stuff like that. I was, I was pretty young and, so like I knew what was happening, but I don't know that I fully understood it. And I don't have a complete picture of what happened either because I was so young. Um, but like, I'm sure in my time as a missionary kid, I have seen other things and either didn't register or have blocked it out and that it has happened. But I um, 100% is real. You can't deny that. Oh yeah, and there there's been some demon possession that happened in our church before Natalie and I were there, and I do remember there was one time where all the leadership in our church was getting attacked spiritually, and I remember there was one night woke up in the middle of the night and I, it, like the way my room is set up, I mean you know, but the bed's here and it's like a at loft your house almost. now, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. a loft almost, and like mm-hmm. the stairway is there. And I remember waking up and feeling uneasy and looking over towards the stairs and right there, standing right there, just watching. And I was like, and I started praying, you know, like, so I, I asked God to show me what I'm battling, but it's not because like I'm brave or it doesn't bug me because sometimes it does bug me, Mm -hmm. but it's because like, I'm confident. I know that Christ is with me. You know, he is with me. Like with God. Yes. You're taken care of. Yeah. And so I, I don't know if I'm like Smith Wigglesworth though, where I could see Satan face to face, but you know, I'm, I'm confident in my faith there. Um, one other story I have actually a few others. I have, um, I think I shared this with you. I don't, I don't remember if I shared this on the podcast, but, um, this kid I went to college with, we did the streets ministry. We went and. In, uh, I was know, actually thinking of this story. Were you? When we we uh, this topic. we went and prayed for people on 
the street in downtown Springfield, Missouri, um, whenever we were in college there. And there was one man who would always chant curses um, at these sign guys. We called them the sign guys because they were quish. The hellfire and damnation. They were air quote Christians. Um, They would say, have signs that says like, you're gay and you're going to hell, things like that, you know. So we, this guy would stand there. He had a, a cane that had a skull on the top of you, chant curses at him. And you always felt very uneasy when you were with him. Or not with him, but near him, or even walking by him. When and, I was chanting curses at the same time, yeah, guys, I, I was felt standing there, quite uneasy. <laughs> but I, uh, there's this kid. I, I was never a big fan of this kid, but I respected him for this. He wanted to go pray for this guy, and he went up to him. And before he could say a word, this man looks at him and he says, "Your name's Adam, isn't it?" And he says his last name too. I'm not going to say his last name, but he said his first and last name, and he said yes and he said you're a follower of christ leave me alone and like he said like shivers went down his spine and i can't imagine (laughs) yeah yeah and so he was a little upset because he felt god was telling him to go pray for this guy and he didn't and he was praying for god or he's praying to god and being like why couldn't I pray for this guy? Like, why did I feel I should have left him alone? Cause he felt God in his spirit at that time say, get out. And he said that God told him that that man has many demons in him and he wants them And God cannot. Well, I shouldn't say cannot, but will not help someone who does not want it. And, right. you know, I was like, man, that's pretty deep, man. Like, you know, because he spent, we had this prayer room at our college and he spent hours in there praying about it. And that's what he came out with. You know, he was like, God told me that he will not help anybody who does not want it. And that man is filled with many demons. And I was like, that's crazy. Like to think that that man would rather that. Um, another story I want to share. I just think this is one of the coolest stories I've ever heard. I wish I would have seen it. Um, Kai Alpha is a Christian group that like goes to colleges and stuff and tries to talk to young adults it's, about it's basically the assemblies of God sorority or um yeah whatever yeah. the dude's version is I can't that's remember. a good good way that's because it. It, it's Greek letters it's Chi alpha like that yeah yeah it's, I mean yeah. you're right you're right um <clears throat> there was a guy who was the head of Chi alpha he might still be, I don't know, honestly, but, uh, he had his finger blown off by a firework. I, I know I remember that about him. He had four fingers on one hand. Um, but he came to speak to us at streets one night and I remember where streets, well, the ministry that we did in college was called streets. Um, so he came to speak to us one night and I, I remember being very intrigued with the things that he came across and, He told us this story and then he was like, we asked about more stories and well, I asked about more stories after everyone else left. And he was like, if I told you more, you wouldn't believe me. And I was like, try me, you know, because of all the stuff I've seen. So um, the story he told to everyone, um, I wish I would have been there, man. So he said he was preaching to a group of students and during the preaching there was one student who kept calling out you know just derogatory things kept saying things and he's like you you knew it wasn't the kid either he's like you knew it was a demon because you can hear his voice change and he eventually felt god like ask it like say call him out you know so he starts calling that guy out and that guy stands up looks directly at him drops to the ground on his stomach and slithers like a snake up to the stage that he's standing on. And the man stands straight up and looks him in the eyes. And at that moment, he told everyone, get out now. All right. And so everyone ran out and this guy grabbed him with one arm and threw him against the wall. All right. So, at this time, that guy is pretty terrified, all right, because this demon-possessed man just tossed so. him like Jeez. a rag doll. Yeah, and he prayed to God. He said, God, 
I cannot do this alone. I need you to send help. Send your angels to protect me. And immediately when he prayed that, the man hit the ground and could not stand up. Dude, isn't that something? And he said he could just picture God's angels just holding that man down. And then he said he started praying for this guy and a few other people. Leaders started praying for him. And then they actually called backup. They called a few other people to come pray for him. And he said they prayed for like 12 hours or something. Like it was a very long time because he said you could tell this man wanted to be free, but he just couldn't. And after a long time of praying, that man was free from the demon. You know, he was free. And um, dude, that story, man, like just thinking like, could you imagine he's saying, God, send your angels. And that man just hits the ground like the angels are just like have their elbow on his chest, like just holding him down. You know what I mean? Like, that's could awesome. you imagine? Like, yeah, the, that's I, insane. I like to think, you know, are demons real? Yes, they are. And I think the world where we live today, there's a lot of like supernatural that gets brushed under the carpet. Especially if it belongs to, like, Christianity, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing I did want to mention, and maybe this will give everyone a different perspective. Um, there's a kid who went to our church. His name is Chase. Zach, you know him. We played games with him a few times. <clears throat> um, I don't know if you know this, Zach, but Chase was a demon-possessed at one point. And I didn't know that. No, he, uh, I didn't know that. He, when I was working with him at Trail X, I asked him one time, I said, do you remember anything of what it was like? And he said, he remembers like the place he was in. It was very dark. He had a girlfriend that, you know, had committed suicide and all that. Uh, she literally laid on the train tracks at the train hit her. Um, he was very into scaring people. And he said, he remembers the demon guiding him. And he was like, I remember being very good at scaring people because I would listen to the voices in my head and he remembers the voices. And there was one time they were at a youth convention, the one I'm going to this weekend. And he started not professing, but I guess it would be, I guess. Um, And the, our pastor took him and a few of the youth into a side room and they started like talking to him and this demons talking to our pastor and chase said he couldn't control his body. He would try to scream and couldn't. And he said, looking into our pastor's glasses, he was not seeing himself. He was seeing the demon. And what's crazy is, I'm just going to say we should not have recorded this at 10 o'clock at night, my time, because I ain't going to be able to sleep. <laughs> well, I'm taking NyQuil. So, <laughs> I, uh, so, and it's crazy, this story, too, because I've always been taught um, that if there is a demon-possessed person to ask everyone else to leave the room. Um, reason being is because there was a few other people in this room where their heart was not there. They weren't really a Christian yet. And whenever they cast the demon out of chase, it jumped over to someone else and started speaking again through that person to our pastor. And, you know, the demon basically said, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for your family. And I'm coming for your church. And he said, and I will bring a legion of demons with me, you know? And that right there, dude, like the fact that I talked to somebody who was demon possessed and he was like, I couldn't control my body. I couldn't speak. Like I was trying to scream and I couldn't. And he was like, and when I looked into his glasses as this demon's talking, he's like, I didn't see me. He's like, I saw the demon. And I was like, that's, that's crazy, man. Like, you know, seeing it from that perspective, that's why like, I've never actually talked to someone who's demon possessed. So when I was talking with him at work and he said, he was like, I never want to go back to that like ever. And like, I, I'd imagine nobody would want to, but you know, there's some people who want that kind of stuff. So it, it was crazy hearing it from his perspective. So if that tells you guys anything, hopefully these stories prove to you that it does exist. And you know, you got to make sure your heart is right with God and that yeah. you're always praying and, and know that, you know, you're a child of God. And 
in Jesus' name, they must leave. You know, it's they not... know his name and they tremble. Yeah, and it's not like it's not an option. You know, it's not like oh, I guess so. No, it's when they hear his name, his name is so. It's not like if you're like, should I listen to the speed limit or not? No. <laughs> yeah, like they gotta go. Like that, and that—that's the thing. His name is so holy, man. They don't have a choice. So they—they they cannot be around something that holy. Yeah. That's something, is, man. That's crazy. It's comfort. Like, as terrifying <laughs> as demons are, because they are supernatural in every sense of the word. They are more than us. It's nice to know we got something that's, you know, just a little bit more than them. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, yeah. Just the creator <laughs> of all things. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, I'm big. And I know, I mean, this is an episode that, or a topic that we can definitely revisit in the future, but... Evan can probably attest to this. I've muted my mic like 10 times in the last 10 minutes because yeah. I cannot stop coughing. <laughs> and there are, there are things I want to add to this, but I say, you know, how about we just round it out, kind of talking stories to solidify that, yes, this stuff is absolutely real. And I'd love to come back with like scripture references and stories from the Bible about that and like how to deal with it. What do you yep. think about that? Oh, I agree, man. That's that's what I want to hit on cool. today too. But I know we've gone long, and I know mm -hmm. that you're dying over there. So, but I definitely want to. <laughs> I'm really trying to hold on for you guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I'm I so I sorry. do I do want to encourage everyone to read in the Bible about uh, the legion of demons that Jesus came across. Um, you know, uh, is that math? <laughs> I think it is in Matthew. That's, I'll look. That's it what out. my I'm gut says. Um, but so, I would encourage everyone to read that because it is a very good story. Um, but go ahead, and, what were you going to say? Oh, well, I was just going to round out the podcast while you're listening to that or uh, saying that stuff. You know, it, it's just good to see that we've got someone fighting on our side. Like Evan said, they have to listen to the name. Yeah. Um, so I have it right here. Okay. Jesus heals a demon possessed man. Luke 8, 26. Through 39. So read that. Um, the best example we could possibly have. Um, but we, I definitely want to uh, hit more on this about how to deal with it. Um, how people I know have, have dealt with it. How I've dealt with it. Um, and give some more scripture verses and references for and sure. whatnot. So, for sure. but go ahead. So, you can you can start rounding we'll, us out here. Yeah, we'll we'll wrap this podcast up. We've actually hit an hour, which is a, a tad on the long side for us. So, um, <clears throat> hopefully by now you realize we are the Faithful Gamers Podcast. So, follow us on all our socials. We got TikTok, Twitch, which neither of us have been on recently, <clears throat> and we've got Instagram uh, and. A, uh, a Facebook group all under Faithful Gamers Podcast. Twitter is Faithful underscore Gamers. And we have an email, FaithfulGamersPodcast at gmail.com. So, you know, contact us through any of those. We both get notifications to our phone. So hit us up. Talk to us if you want. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, any suggestions for topics, anything like that. Just uh, let us know. We appreciate you guys who are listening. And there are definitely some people we never expected to listen that are actually listening, you know, which is awesome. So it's good to get to know you guys and keep doing this because, I mean, I know both of us are sick, but I mean, we still made the effort to get this main episode out. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> now that that main, said, you want to... Main wanna... episodes are, are important to us, man. We mm -hmm, So we have mm -hmm. skipped... Uh, bonus episodes, which neither of us care if we skip that. You guys might, I don't know, but um, even with both of us being under the weather, we needed to record it. It's, I mean, it's coming out tomorrow, so um, we yeah, wanted less than twelve hours. Yeah, so we wanted to get it recorded because it's important to us. Um, not only for us to keep in contact and keep each other accountable, but for us to get it out to you guys so you guys can listen because we're hearing stories of people wanting to read their Bible, people. Uh, wanting to grow closer to God, you know, from just listening to our stupidity. So that's uh, encouraging for us. So Very we want to keep that keep that going for you guys. So, uh, yeah. uh, Harrison, thanks for reaching out again. We got your email today. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot to look at that. Sorry. Yeah. So Zach's going to look at that. Um, he'll respond to you. He's been the one responding to you majority of the time on the emails. I respond a lot on Instagram. Um, but please reach out to us if you guys can. We like hearing from you guys that are listening. 
Uh, once again, we are and always will be the Faithful Gamers. I'm Evan. And I'm Zach. We'll see you guys later, and hopefully we'll both be not sick next time. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Peace out.